0: Like to do a brief introduction of the loving kindness meditation. In the Buddha's teaching, it is uh, understood and hopefully experienced that the natural expression of a heart and mind that is awake, that is present, the natural effect of that is. these qualities of the heart that naturally flow from wakefulness and they are considered four qualities. They're called immeasurable qualities, boundless qualities, otherwise known as the Brahma Viharas, the heavenly abodes, the natural expressions of awakening. First one is loving-kindness, universal loving-kindness that is uh, that is excludes no one, the capacity of our mind to be open-hearted toward all beings and all things. And when that same spirit of goodwill and kindness meets pain in life, it expresses itself as the boundless quality of compassion and the quivering of the heart and and then the action that flows from that. When that same goodwill and loving-kindness meets experiences of joy, others having joy, it expresses itself as what's called mudita, which is altruistic or sympathetic joy. The resonance with being happy that somebody's happy. And as the the quality of loving-kindness widens to include all beings without exception, it expresses itself also as this kind of impartiality. Being able to include everything within one's consciousness and remain balanced. So joys, sorrows, all conditions can be experienced, and it's experienced inwardly as this feeling of, of balance and openness and impartiality, called equanimity. Or Yeah, equanimity. So we have loving kindness, compassion, joy, and equanimity. So the, the heart of this, the base of this, is the... Is the quality of loving kindness that's embedded in each of our hearts. And even though it is the natural effect of our practice, it is, there are practices that, that allow us to reawaken these qualities, to remind ourselves of these qualities. And in, in some of the teachings, it's understood that the, that the best use of our reflective or our conceptual mind is to turn it toward these qualities because they are unconditional, they're naturally part of us, just to turn toward them begins to remind us that this is natural to us and begins to reawaken these qualities that often get, get uh, blocked through our reactivity, our ill will, our comparing mind, our envy, our, our views about how the world should be. Our hearts get tight. And so we encourage this opening by starting our loving kindness first with ourselves. Buddha suggested if you scan the world in all directions you wouldn't find anyone more deserving than oneself. Yet the tendency is to be able to offer loving-kindness mostly sentimentally for the people who are who we are special in our lives and not very much for ourselves. So we do start with ourselves and then we'll spend a little time with ourselves today and toward the end of our short period, we'll spend a little time letting you hopefully letting yourself feel that turning toward another with loving kindness. And we'll start with someone who you most easily feel it with so that you can actually connect with that feeling of, of goodwill. And we'll start with what's called what the class of person or the kind of person is called the benefactor. Benefactor is someone who you respect a lot, who's helped you in your life financially, spiritually, psychologically, who you, who you feel this easy flow of loving-kindness. Doesn't mean you like everything about them, but that you feel a lot of goodwill toward them. And we'll hold that person, whoever that might be, in, in your heart, in your mind's eye. But we'll start with ourselves. And because we're still at least in our view, still in the settling in part of the retreat, settling in our mind or our attention into our bodies, you've discovered that it is the nature of our bodies to um, not feel so good all the time. And it's quite strenuous also to sustain our attention to these these bodies that are used to moving quite quickly and because we've been moving quite quickly there is a lot of underlying aching and burning and itching and stabbing and experiences that we have not let ourselves attend to so much. And in some way, by moving so quickly, we, in some way we have not been so kind to our bodies. So we'll start with the practice of directing loving-kindness toward our bodies. And you'll see, hopefully, when you do this, that this is really the mingling the sameness of loving-kindness and attention, otherwise known as loving awareness or kindfulness. You'll be able to see that, that even when you're directing this loving-kindness, there's attention there. And whenever you're bringing attention, there's a certain kindness when you bring attention to something. Just like if I look at any one of you and I really connect, there's in that attention there's, there's a natural openness and in some ways goodwill. So hopefully you'll get a little sense of this, and it's helpful in this practice to find a posture where you're comfortable, <laughs> if there is one at this point. <laughs> See if there's something that you can luxuriate in a little bit. So it, so you might even, I find it very useful at this point, to, to let go of the of meditating and just be gently aware of yourself. So you don't have to add that extra identity of a meditator. You just want to be gently aware of your sitting body sitting here and let your eyes close softly and let even that act of closing your eyes and letting your eyelids touch, let it be like an act of of kindness sensing your body from the inside and then sensing your body from the outside as though you're embracing your body with a kind of loving attention and then drawing your loving attention to the top of your head and just letting your kindfulness or kind attention glide along the contours of your forehead into your eye sockets and your cheeks along your jawline your lips and your mouth as though each gentle movement of your attention along the feelings of your face like like a caress of loving-kindness. Lovingly gliding along the top of your head with kind attention. Along the back of your head to what we call the occipital ridge. Sensing lovingly the hair and the scalp and the bones of the top of your head, the back of your head, caressing the sides of your head with kind attention, sensing lovingly the ears, and gliding along the sides of your neck the front of your neck, the back of your neck, caressing your neck with loving kindness, loving attention. Lovingly sweeping along the shoulders, cascading gently down the arms biceps and elbows forearms wrists and hands down to the tips of the fingers sensing lovingly the skin and the flesh the muscles and the bones of the arms each gentle movement of our attention like a caress of loving-kindness. Lovingly guiding our attention to our throat area, the emotional centers, our throat area, stopping and hovering, caressing the heart area. And maybe even as you pass the heart area, you might, as James mentioned last night, raise your hand to your heart and make a physical gesture of kindness. And you might even in share some encouraging words, such as the famous Joseph Goldstein mantra, it's OK. It's OK. Gently gliding the attention to the solar plexus area, the belly, the genital area, pelvic area, each gentle movement along the front of our body with its emotional centers, its organs, sensing with loving attention. Gliding lovingly along the contours of our back, sensing the skin and the muscles and the bones of the back, curve of the spine, each movement of our attention like a caress of kindness. Until we find that both strong and delicate lower back the sacrum area the buttocks the skin the flesh the muscles and the bones the sitz bones that support us lovingly gliding along the thighs the knees and the shins ankles and feet down to the tips of the toes. Sensing the skin, the flesh, the muscles, and the bones of the legs that carry us. Until once again, our whole body is enveloped in a field of Loving attention or loving kindness. And into this field of loving kindness, we drop in words that express that universal deep wish that we have for ourselves, that guides our actions, even the ones that have sometimes caused us harm, this deep urge for relief. Say such words as, may I be happy. And we let it ripple through our whole being, may I be happy and peaceful. With as much kindness as possible, we wish for ourselves, may I feel safe in this world. May I feel safe with myself from inner harm. May I be safe with others. May I be safe from outer harm. May I be safe. May I have health and strength. May I be healthy and strong. I wish that for myself. But may I accept my physical limitations with grace and kindness. May I accept myself, just the way I am. And may my heart be filled with loving-kindness and goodwill. Most important is this radiance of goodwill, this intention, this moving toward ourselves with goodwill. But sometimes the words are very useful reminders, and we may find our own words that express that wish for ourselves. Either using mine or making up your own A few times very deliberately, very rhythmically, with both meaning and feeling it, again, wish yourself well. May I be happy and peaceful. May I feel safe and protected. May I feel health and strength and the grace and kindness of acceptance. May I feel self-acceptance, accept myself as I am. May my heart know an easy loving-kindness friendliness. It is not uncommon in directing these thoughts of kindness toward ourselves that we may feel the opposite sometimes reveals to us the ill will that we may hold toward ourselves, but this can help to begin to release our ill will and reawaken us to our tender heart of kindness. So we keep going. Repeating the phrases again and again. Not waiting for some future date. Feeling it now to the extent that is possible. May I be happy and peaceful, safe, healthy, May I know ease and a sense of well-being. Those who would like can feel free to continue directing thoughts of friendliness and loving kindness toward yourself. For those who are open to it now, I'd like to invite you to bring into your heart or into your mind the image, thought, or felt sense of someone who you would consider a benefactor, someone who has helped you in your life, who you love and respect. And you may feel them or you may see them in your mind's eye, think about them. And however it is that they come closer to you in your thoughts or images, Begin to envelop them in the same loving kindness that you've been directing to yourself. Let those thoughts extend to them as, I want to be happy and peaceful. So may you be happy and peaceful. May you feel safe in this world from inner and outer harm. May you be healthy and strong. May you know a total sense of ease and well-being. May your heart be filled with loving-kindness. May you accept yourself just the way you are. And showering them with goodwill, caring, And again and again, directing these thoughts and feelings to your benefactor. Sometimes as a way of connecting with your benefactor, remembering the things that they have done to support you or love you, their beautiful qualities, the way they have benefited others. Whatever evokes that feeling of connection and goodwill Feeling that radiance of goodwill and kindness. If some other benefactor or beloved person pops up into your mind, it's okay if they're included in your field of loving-kindness. In the last moments of our practice let this field of loving-kindness extend to everyone who sits with you in this room supporting your practice, to everyone at Spirit Rock supporting the running of this center and retreat. Might as well include all the supporting cast of creatures at Spirit Rock. Creatures of the air, the land, the waters. Extending until there is no limit to our well-wishing letting our practice and our goodwill touch the hearts of every being in every circumstance. May all beings have happiness and peace, safety and protection, health and strength, and ease of well-being. May all beings be touched by loving-kindness. May all beings live with ease. you for your practice. Just a little bit uh, last piece about the systematic training of this quality of goodwill is that it starts with ourselves then includes benefactor then other beloved friends near and dear ones then people who we ordinarily don't pay attention to what we call the neutral person then it extends to include the difficult people in our life And then finally we keep extending until we include all beings in all circumstances. And and it's very interesting as you keep extending the different groups of people that you extend loving kindness, you see where where some of your loving kindness is conditional. How easy it is to love certain people and how difficult it is to love others. And, And we use that as our practice. That's our path. So enjoy the practice of metta. And I'm feeling a lot of metta for you right now. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.